Welcome to the Gem Revealed podcast, where together we discover your soulmate. This is a weekly series of powerful conversations with expert speakers, thought leaders, and relationship coaches talking through the victories and villains that weave their way into our most significant relationships. Please join me, Janine Moniz, founder of Gem Revealed Matchmaking, to learn the raw truth regarding the pitfalls and plateaus of dating in today's society. We will have open and transparent conversations surrounding the staggering facts that one out of every two marriages fail. Let's stop this insanity and learn how to date smarter. Learn how a healthy relationship starts with you. What do you need to do differently to build the right foundation for your relationship? Hello, Gem Revealed listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of our Gem Revealed podcast, Self Mastery to Soulmate. And uh, every week, I do my best to make sure that I provide information that is so valuable in the area of dating and romantic relationships. And I have a very intriguing guest with me today for this interview. But before I introduce him, I I just want to share how this came about. I was with a a mutual friend of my my guest and her and I were, we went to a a really nice restaurant in in our area, more of a real trendy restaurant. And uh, and her and I were hanging out at the bar and having a a drink and just uh, getting more familiar. We hadn't seen each other in a year, we're laughing. And we couldn't help but to notice the whole bar scene. And the bartender, you know, gave us a a wink at like, wow, look at what's going on at the end of the bar. And I had shared with the bartender, I was like, you must see a lot of that. And she had said back to me, she's like, you wouldn't believe the things that I see. And I said, only if the bar could speak. With that, it prompted a conversation with my girlfriend who said, I happen to know a professional bartender who shares so many of his escapades, and it could be so enlightening for your listeners to really hear. And I thought, what an educational journey through the eyes of human behavior from a professional bartender. So with that, I give you a great pleasure to introduce a friend of mine who I do not know, but we are certainly getting to know each other. Justin Mizzacapo. Justin, the professional bartender. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I, you know, I'm, I'm fabulous. It's, uh, you know, you and I have had one previous conversation and we shared some of these high view stories and my mouth dropped and I couldn't believe some of the things that you were sharing with me. And, you know, it's my hope today that in, uh, in the short period of time we have together, that you could share some of those educational nuggets with our listeners, both male and female, uh, to really understand some of the, the, human behavior that's going out there, uh, what's going on in, in our world today that, that is seen through your eyes. Some of it is actually alarming, but um, why don't you, you know, just walk me through some of those journeys. Take me through any one of, you know, the myriad of things that you have to share. Well, one of the things you see all the time is, you know, it's especially with men, how they, their first response is always to, you know, send a drink to some random, you know, girl that he's never met in his life. And, um, it never works. It never works. Um, I've never seen it work (laughs) and it's probably still never going to work. 
Um, so for the men out there that are listening to this, don't do that. It just, you know, go over to the girl and have a conversation and then maybe buy her a drink and that might work. But most likely everything that I've seen, it's such a low percentage. The girl will be respectful and nice, but you're not going to get a true conversation or the reaction that you want from it. All right. So of course I'm, you know, I'm a little curious about that. So what I'm hearing from you is somewhat, it's just an inauthentic approach that you just buying a drink. It's almost could be thought of as a cop out. Now you don't even really know if this girl's interested. And instead what you're saying is man up and go and look the girl in the eyes and have, you know, that moment of, you know, just that interaction to see if there's any kind of chemistry. Is that what you're sharing? Yeah, because it's a it it is very disingenuous, and it's a it you know the girls it's probably happened to the girl a million times before already, so you're putting yourself in the same category as all those other men. Ah. So it's an instant turnoff, you know. So she's she'll take your drink and she'll be nice, but you're doing something that has been done repetitively over the course of their experience in a bar. So that's why it never goes the way you want it to. And it's a, it's a lazy move too. So, Uh, you know, I have to be honest, I never thought of it as the unique, right? So what you're saying on top of, you know, maybe the cop out where you need to man up, you're also just blending into the whole vanilla scene and like a stereotypical bar move instead of being that, you know, beautiful, confident male to walk up and, you know, make that connection, make that interaction. So yeah, I I like Absolutely. And, you yep. know, you, you did share it with me really high view uh, when we previously spoke, uh, but really just even some of the depth here is that much more intriguing and I love it. And I have to say it was one of the one that was the least alarming out of what you yeah. did share. So <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, this is the nice light one. I like that you just kind yeah. of thrown out the guidance here. It's like, dudes, man up. Just- yeah, it's kind of dipping your toe into the water, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. But now, you know, what, what are some of the other things? Again, um, you have worked all, all over, you know, yeah. you've been in very high end, much classier bars. So we're not talking about your local waterhole or the dive, the dive bar. These are things that are happening in very prestigious places. Yes. And even you had been in, you know, I believe you said Las Vegas and some of the. Yeah, I was in Las Ve- yeah. I was in Las Vegas for about 10 years. Yeah. So what what I want to make sure that we're taking note of is this isn't our sleazy bar types. This no, is it's every bar. This is more of a high end. Uh, you know, we're thinking upper echelon. This goes on everywhere. So this truly is for all of our listeners. This is making sure our eyes are wide open and understanding human behavior today mm-hmm. and what's going on out in the world. So, you know, keep, continue some of the dialogue because if anything it was just so interesting. Well, we were talking, like we were speaking prior. Um, I think if you are going to go on a date and you're going to go to the bar restaurant scene and you're going on a first date with someone that you don't, you might've met on the internet or through a friend of a friend and you don't really know, I would always suggest going to somewhere where you know someone that works there, especially behind the bar. Because the amount of things that have been said to me, you know, when the girl goes to the bathroom or, you, you know, it's it's quite alarming how many guys aren't there for the right reasons. And the, some of the things that have been said to me, you know, when the girl's not there, it's I, I wish I could unhear them. 
So I would definitely suggest going to somewhere like I have, you know, three or four friends that will text me and ask me if I'm working because they feel safe because they know I'll look out for their best interest if they're not at the bar. So I would definitely, I, I, I need you to, you know, I need you to elaborate maybe a story or two. Be really clear here because okay. I hear what you're saying, but it's only because you've you've shared some of the deeper dirt with me. But you know, yeah. tell, you know share a story of, of what you've seen and heard, and not once. You're saying it happens every day oh, yeah. of the week. So you know, do it, share it. It seems to happen in my experience. It seems to happen more with internet dating because it's so. It's not. It's. To me, it's disingenuous. You don't really know the person. You know, you could be whoever you want to be online. So I've had guys, you know, when the girl goes to the bathroom, you know, especially when I was in Las Vegas and it has happened in New Jersey. It's New Jersey's no exception. But um, I've had, you know, guys ask me to make their drink stronger or get her drunker or, you know, going down a line that isn't so safe for the girl. And that's, I, that's happened way too many times. If I had a dollar for every time that happened, I wouldn't have to bartend anymore. So it just, it makes the situation unsafe and it makes me feel uncomfortable too, because now I know something that the girl doesn't know. And now I have to be more aware of it for her as well. Correct. So that's really where, you know, I had asked you last time, like when my mouth dropped to the floor, you know, somehow I live in Disney world, like that really happens. Yeah. Like, what do you do now? Do you knock them out? Do you tell the police? Do you tell her? What does, what do you do? You know, this is kind of going off the path, but, and, and, and that's you, maybe you might handle it one way, but maybe there's other bartenders that would go along say, you know, slip me, slip me some money here. And, yeah, you know, and I'm, might, I'm sure that up. I'm sure that has happened. But if any guy ever tried to slip me money to do that, it would be a serious problem for him. Um, he would not like my response at all. And if he did try to do something sleazy like that, most likely I would pull the girl aside and I would tell her I wouldn't do it face to face in the bar. I would wait for her to come walking out of the bathroom and I'd go up to her and tell her, hey, this is the situation it's not safe for you. Just, you know, you can walk out and I'll handle, I'll handle him. Um, you know, my reaction when it has happened, I'll just, for me, I, I, I turn into a wise ass and I, I just bust the guy's balls and make fun of him relentlessly until he feels uncomfortable the way she, she doesn't even realize she should. So that's kind of how the route I go, you know, and then he instantly knows that, Whatever he thinks he wants to happen is not going to happen. Yeah. So what a sticky situation. You know, I, I just think overall that the, the learning here is that, again, this isn't your, you know, sleazy watering hole. These are prominent places uh, that are out in New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, as far as Las Vegas and, you know, upper echelon places. And maybe, you know, let's not just figure it's men, but what we'll say overarching is there's people doing things that the minute you walk away, you are not safe because your drink could be altered in some way, shape or form, whether it's alcohol or whether it is slipping something in that drink when no one's looking. And the real, the real point here is that person who is sitting in that seat, we don't really know what their motive is. Now you are the kind of guy 
who's going to maybe look out for it and really help, we'll call the victim. Yeah. However, how many other bartenders or, you know, and I'm not speaking bad about any kind of bartender either, but how many would just say, hey, you know, throw me, throw me some change here and, you know, we can make anything happen. So I just, I thought it was so alarming. And when you really told me that the, the amount of times it happens and really shared a few really detailed stories, just Mm -hmm. mind blowing that that is really happening out there today. You hear about it at the high school parties and, you know, maybe in my world, it's just not something that is is a reality. And yet here you're saying, Janine, open your eyes. This yeah, is right here, yeah. right in your neighborhood. Yeah, especially if you're if you're in a bar or re- club, a restaurant where it's high volume, and it's a little harder for the bartender to be aware. He might be he or she might be very busy and is not cognizant of it. And so, in that situation, I would definitely suggest be aware of your drink. Never leave your drink alone. Never leave it by yourself ask the bartender to watch it for you or take it with you. Or when you come back, just get another one. If you feel unsafe. Yeah. I would say maybe not even if you feel unsafe, I I like what you said before. I want to make sure that listeners really hear it at any point in time, male and female. If you are out on maybe a first date, second date, and you're still not sure the character of that person is make sure you're in a, in a restaurant where you know the the bartender, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, the owner and you can, you know, have some pre-conversation and, or if not take your drink with you. Yeah, so absolutely. Don't leave your drink alone, male and female, knowing what's going on in our world today, just take the drink with you. It's, it's alarming to say it, you know, I want to live in a world where, you know, trust is freely given, but the reality is, is what you're saying is just so unsettling. You know, I shared it both with my, my, grown children, I shared your stories and it's, it's alarming. So, you know, listeners, I hope that we really took away a gem there. I know, you know, you shared another thing that it seems so foundational, you know, so foundational by the way that we, we show up in our bodies. Why don't Mm -hmm. you, you know, give me a a thought or two around what you see again, you know, nightly on daily in, in your, in your world. Well, I I think a big thing that people aren't aware of really is just people's body language, just their everyday, the way they carry themselves. And it especially happens when it's a first interaction, male, female. And, you know, I, from my point of view, I could tell the guy within 20 seconds that she doesn't want to talk to you. You know, it's just her arms are closed. She's turned away, like, but the guy keeps trying. And if he knew anything about body language, he would have known before he even walked over there that she's just in her own place. She's in her own world. She just wants to enjoy her drink. Maybe she had a rough day at work. She just doesn't want to be bothered. But if male and female knew these physical cues, you know, like if somebody opens up to you and faces you and actually looks at you and is listening to what you're saying, as opposed to, Hey, I'm closed off. I I might even turn away. Like, and this is what gets frustrating for both parties. The male probably thinks she's, you know, she's being rude, but she's giving you physical cues. Hey, I, I just, I don't want to be bothered. And it's so, amazing that people don't see these things. So curiosity is peaked here. So, and I'm sure it's both, but just for listeners, right? So you're, are you saying, you know, maybe two girls, 
girlfriends are sitting and they're chatting and they're having a nice conversation and some maybe a gentleman comes over and he's trying to work his way in. He's not picking up the cues or you're talking about two people meeting together and sitting and, and it's, you know, it's trying both. to work through that first interaction. It's both. Um, it's definitely both. You can, it's accountable, it, whether it's just one-on-one or a guy trying to talk to two girls. Um, that's even more prevalent if a guy approaches two girls and they both, you know, right. they'll either face away or, mm-hmm. you know, they'll do whatever they have to do, you know, and the guy just still lingers and lingers. But if they both open up and they're laughing and they're having a good time, that's different. But the guy, most times, more times than not, I'd say eight out of 10, nine out of 10, the guy, if he just saw what I see two minutes prior, he would have just been like, okay, you know, ladies have a nice night and go back around the bar and, you know, have a good night kind of thing. So but you're, you're not saying, see- so let's, let's clarify, right? So what you're not saying is, you know, guys, don't do this. What you're saying is, yes. First, going back to our first story, man up and make sure they make you right the right interactions. Yes. You know, be that confident, you know, maybe filled with some wit, some compliments, some authentic conversation, but have the right skill set to look at their body language. If she turns and looks at you full, you know, full on looks at you and smiles, take the mm-hmm. cue to keep moving. Mm-hmm. But if not, if she's like tapping, looking away, turns her body, yeah. closed off, take the yeah. cue and oh, go. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it's for me, it, like, it's almost embarrassing for me to the guy to watch where it's like, she'll literally like turn and he tries to lean over and still talk to her. And it's like, now she's going to have, now you're crossing a line where she's going to have to say something, Hey, I'm not interested or whatever. And then the guy gets mad. But if he saw what what she's signaling to him prior to saying anything he would know hey okay have a good night sorry to bother you and go about his business but it doesn't happen that way and it's amazing to me that people don't see that see this for themselves and i think what 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 that really lends itself to is the whole stereotypical sleazy bar scene instead i really loved and there's so much wisdom in this by the way I love what you said about the drink. I never thought of it that way about don't send the drink. You know, if somebody bought me a drink, I'm like, oh, well, that was nice. But you're right. It's so vanilla. But if yeah. I want to carry that one step deeper to this conversation is really about when you approach male or female, if, whoever you are and you're approaching, be that person of, you know, authenticity, have a real clear vision of going over and being authentic and smiling and really making that one moment where you have that first interaction, really mm-hmm. something unique and special and make sure you're not like the sleazy bar guy that you you're walking over with an authentic compliment or something that creates a moment of like interest instead of, you know, doing the creepy bar thing. Yeah, absolutely. Cause the, the most people that have been bars, they've been going to bars for years. So they see the physical cues. Oh, this guy's buying me a drink. He's going to come over here. It's going to be awkward for a couple minutes. And then I'm going to be nice and say, thank you for the drink. And then the guy's either going to get the point of, okay, she doesn't want to talk to me, or he's still going to stay, stay there because I bought you a drink. And now I have the right to talk to you instead of being different, 
just call over and talk and then see how the conversation goes. If she opens up and she's like, you could tell there's genuine interest in there and then buy her a drink. That's different. But just by being across the bar 50 feet and just be like, hey, buy that girl, buy that girl. I mean, I had a guy one time that literally bought 20 girls in the bar a drink. Now, granted, he was pretty inebriated, but he was over 20. So that should tell you. Well, there's so much to say about that. I'll let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really do, you know, these are so small, but so groundbreaking if you really think about it. Because here I stand and I just keep thinking about, you know, how many times you maybe that drink came my way or something and you don't think about it. But if there was that unique moment where somebody really did something special to make it stand out, you know, it's a whole different interaction, but I would go back to the, the one other scene and it's just, it's more or less would be so um, it'd be so sad because if you meet for the first time and, you know, unfortunately I've, I've, I've had this happen and it's just so uncomfortable. There isn't a way out of it. If the yeah. people haven't met and, you know, this is the first interaction they're there and, you know, they have to carry out a full dinner and there's, you know, that, that body language, that's a, brutal, brutal time. And what I would say from my side, um, you know, being a, you know, coach and especially in this area is, you know, that has to do more just as much, um, the fault of, uh, both parties. They're Mm -hmm. both at fault here. If you show up and there is uh, a lack of interest because you've, you know, you've never met for the first time and then you pull way back, that's because you didn't do the due diligence up front to vet that out. What do I mean by that? That means um, on, on the, the person's side, did you make sure that you had conversation by, via phone? Is there a connection here? But yeah. then did you do the due diligence of having Zoom? So at least you get some more physical connection and you know you get to understand their body language a little bit. You'd want to do as much as you can to minimize the risk of showing up and being like, Who's that? Like, what happened here? What happened here? And I think for people putting up, um, you know, profile pictures, we do an entire, we do a lot of consulting about what most people think are the right profile pictures versus what truly is the right profile picture. Really just setting the right expectations right out of the gate. So that's that's a hard night though. And it is both people's faults. It, it, and it, it's funny, it's it, it, sometimes it becomes hard for all three people, the two people involved and then the bartender or their server. You know, it's awkward for everybody because the thing with especially now, it's it's not as personal as, you know, when I grew up, like you didn't have Internet dating. You didn't have any of that. So now you, you it's like I said prior, you could be whoever you want online. You could put the right pictures, the right everything. But. Now, if you don't do your due diligence and you're not trying to, you know, know, actually know the person and know their interests and know if it's going to work for you instead of, oh, I like this picture, they might, you know, this could work instead of, hey, I'm interested in this, but they're not, this isn't going to work. So, and then you get in a situation where you're sitting across the table or sitting next to the bar and you're like, I want out of here. Yeah. How did I get here? Yeah. (laughs) Then then it's the aha moment. but. It's like you said, you didn't do your due diligence of really figuring out, hey, is, is it worth going out with this person? 
Exactly. And, uh, you know, that is really what Gem Revealed stands for. And, you know, I know we've only talked really short and uh, briefly, but that's really what Gem Revealed stands for is right out of the gate um, in any relationship. Why are all these marriages falling apart? Why are relationships so doomed and so fragile and really can't deal with conflict is because they're not really finding the core values first. They're not really locking in that, that it's not just about interest in mountain biking and hiking. This is much more about finding true alignment and mm-hmm. working through some of that via have those right conversations on the phone. Maybe have some conversations through Zoom to make sure, you know, this is, uh, you know, this not, uh, it's the same person in the picture as the person that's, you know, on the other end right. of the Zoom call and making sure. And, and um, you know, I've only had that happen you know, one time and it, it, it's just lack of, well, the, lack of due diligence, but it's never going to happen again. <laughs> well, the thing is too, the thing is too now, and you, you mentioned two good things. You mentioned zoom and actually, actually talking on the phone. No one does that anymore. Anytime my phone rings, I think something wrong, something bad happened, you, you, you know, so via text, you don't know how they're really saying it. You know, you don't know if it's a joke, sarcastic, like it's very hard to get to know someone when your first initial conversation is by text messaging. Yeah, You need, you need to actually talk to somebody and actually do Zoom or something like that, to, you know, to get to Work see, yeah, to see their body language and stuff like that. You know, I, here's what I would say, and especially as we come into more of a close and closing conversation, you know, I, I'm giggling with you on some of these things. And a lot of it, it's like, Really, this is so foundational, but yet you're seeing it every day. Like, yeah. So we're obviously a society that's gone crazy because these are so simple and foundational to do, yet you're seeing it all the time. So really, Gem Revealed, what we are here for is to really impact the world, change uh, one relationship at a time, to really do our best to help minimize divorce, really to really unite the family, keep it strong. And that starts right in the beginning, yeah, really absolutely. safeguarding a relationship. So some of these things, it's like, I want to make sure we take every avenue and it starts that united conversation right there. So many of them happen right in the bar. That's what I thought. It was yeah. so intriguing to hear from the one person who sees it really yeah. clearly. No one sees it better than you. Yeah. And especially in those type of environments you know so it, it is interesting and you know there's pretty much nothing that i haven't seen or or heard you know you can't really surprise me in that avenue but um you know little things if people know these little things i, I think it would be a lot less frustrating for both male men and female yeah so justin in, in our you know final moments here is there anything else that you would just say you know any other word of caution or word of encouragement, uh, an inquiry that you would say, male, female listeners, you know, here, here's that one great tip or anything that we haven't really discussed yet. Um, from my perspective, I, I just think, you know, it, it sounds corny. It, it definitely sounds corny, but I, I think as long as you're being genuine about what you're, you're doing, I, I think a lot of the times it will, it'll come off as genuine and it'll work out better for you. Um, it's like the drink thing. It's like body language. It all kind of wraps into one. And cause when you're sending drinks and you're doing like this, it is just, it's not genuine and you're, you're starting off on the wrong foot. I would definitely think, yeah, I, I just, because 
people have been in these situations way too many times. And I just think it, it does sound corny, like I said prior, but if you come off as genuine, it, it's going to go in the direction that you want it to. Yeah, I think genuine and uh, I think people speak from insecurity. So these, you know, whoever this you know, mass amount of people are who are, you know, manipulating the, the, the drink to get to a, a destination, you know, it screams uh, insecurity. It screams a lot of different things and it could be masked in a very, you know, suitable look here. It could look like somebody very much filled with integrity. And that's yeah. that's really some of the fear out there is vetting this through. So for me, what the high point was, um, you know, something that I would share, you know, with my family and my close friends is if you're meeting that person for the first time, perhaps know, know that bartender or maybe, yeah. you know, go for the walk in the park instead where it's a public place. But, yeah. Um, I can't tell you how enlightening it is. It's just these little tiny things, you know, just talking to you has opened my eyes. I just, every, every step I take in this world and the more that I pull the layers back and pull the curtain back, it's just, it's amazing how much your eyes are opened. Um, And I thank you. Thank you for being the stand-up guy to, you know, voice your thoughts, to not be afraid to really, you know, work on the behalf of, you know, any young lady or gentleman out there who, really could be set up as a victim. Thanks for sharing all of your wisdom and, uh, and, and for being that, that voice for us. I appreciate you, Justin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was really, it was, it was fun and probably the most different podcast <laughs> I've done yet. And so thank you for being pretty awesome. I appreciate you. You have an awesome day. You too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Gem Revealed's podcast, Discover Your Soulmate. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. We really value your opinion, so please feel free to send us your question, comments, or feedback. You can email us at info at gemrevealed.com. You can also find out more about Gem Revealed services by visiting gemrevealed.com. I'll see you next time as we discover your soulmate.